When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. There's a whole lot of people talking, but these might be the second and third most important people in the country, you know, right behind us. Welcome in. This is Religionless Christianity. I'm your host, Spencer, and this is my very important wife, Nikki. And before we dive into this topic, baby, is there anything you would like to say? I just want to thank God for the weekend we had. Um, I know I'd asked for prayer for his sister and family when they were driving here to Florida from New Mexico, and all went well. We had a really good time visiting with them. And, yeah, just pray for the rest of their trip. They're just kind of hanging out in um, New Orleans. So just pray against all the weird voodoo going on there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that culture is kind of... Uh, but pray they have a good time. I'm sure yeah. they will. Please pray for them. <laughs> Jump on uh, the Discord, please. We'd love to hear from you guys in the Discord. Prayer requests, praise reports, all that. If you're on YouTube, whatever, like and subscribe. Follow us on the podcast, all that good stuff. And then pray for us. Um, if you're watching the video, you can see we're kind of in a different location than we normally record in. And if you're on the podcast, maybe we sound a little different than what we would normally record in. We're kind of on location here in a different room of our house. And God willing, by next week, Monday, um, our sort of podcast you know, studio will fully be set up and we'll officially have a home to record in um, every day, uh, whatever we need to. So that's the work I'm going to be working on this week. So please pray for us that I don't freak out and, you know get ungodly so we definitely need prayers for that so um, but today in this episode and kind of throughout the week and we wanted to focus and kind of just joking aside on the whole second and third most important people um, these are in my opinion you know they're arguably the two most important voices um, that we need to be listening to today mm-hmm. so um, today that's kind of what we're going to be covering is just who these uh, gentlemen are, and then Wednesday and Friday on those episodes, we're going to be taking a deeper look at each one individually. So Mm -hmm. just to kind of kick off this show, you know, I was scrolling through Twitter um, in full disclosure. I only really go on to Twitter um, to kind of help grow the audience for this show, you know, trying to get our name out there a little bit. Twitter's a cesspool. Yes. (laughs) Unless you are like building a business and you need Twitter for that, please, God, stay off Twitter. Um, But anyways, that's why I was on there scrolling through, seeing if there's anything I could comment on that was worthwhile. 
to help kind of grow our brand a little bit. And as I was scrolling through, I saw two tweets and they both happened to be from The Blaze, which is a news source we use a lot. Um, and they were both in reference to Derek Chauvin's murder conviction. So, you know, if you're not tracking what was going on with Derek Chauvin, um, you know, maybe you've got a real life and you've got better things going on, but we don't. So, because um, this is our life, right? But uh, so just to kind of fill you in, Derek Chauvin, you know, the police officer who was found guilty of killing George Floyd, you know, last year, he got sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison for that. So in response to his conviction, um, the first tweet that I saw, it was from CNN commentator Van Jones, um, who is no friend to Christians, you know, he's, or really even patriotic he's Americans. He's a commentator? Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, an intellectual that became a commentator, and he's an mm-hmm. avowed communist, you know, he's no friend of ours. But in one of his tweets, or in a tweet that they mentioned, like an article or something that he was talking about, he had mentioned having compassion on Derek Chauvin's mother after finding out this conviction. So he's not a Christian. No, I mean, very okay. few communists are really Christian. So, um, <laughs> But then the second one was George Floyd's brother. So going through, saw this tweet again. And he, uh, in a statement, I guess he was making to the media after the conviction, um, he said the most blasphemous words in American society. And we just wanted to give a fair warning that if you have children in the room that are listening to this, shuttle them out um, for a few seconds. So we'll give you a three-second countdown. All right, all clear? He said, all lives matter. I know, I know, startling <laughs> for sure. Um, I lost my mind when I heard it, and I had to catch my breath. But, um, you know, he's obviously right in saying that we're kind of just joking right like he's not a monster for saying that but um although we can't say that for sure right we don't know if george floyd's brother's a monster but we're assuming he's not he seems like a good fella but we don't know the man so um these two tweets they sort of stuck out to me as i was going through them and the first one obviously like we know all Mm -hmm. lives matter but that's sort of like the truth which ought not be spoken in this country right because to say all lives matter means you don't support Black Lives Matter. All that nonsense that we've dealt with. Um, but the second one, and the more upsetting piece really to me, was this Van Jones. Basically, he said he had compassion for mm-hmm. this woman. And he was just excoriated, crushed on social media. and So people just think you shouldn't have compassion for everybody affected by it. All the people who are family and friends on both sides. You right. know? No, so, they, well, on one side. I mean, they only have compassion for one side, but come on. Like, you have to think. Again, the, and the people he was crushed by obviously were George Floyd BLM supporters, right? So right. he can have all the compassion in the world he wants for George Floyd and them, but none for. So he's the not mother. a Christian. And whatever, he's a Democrat, whatever. But he had compassion. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we know it's not the same magnitude, right? Like George Floyd died and Derek Chauvin is going to prison. Not the same magnitude. We get it. Um, But it was just... But as a mom, I can see. Like even if, heaven forbid, one day one of our kids did a crime and had to be sentenced. Like that's heartbreaking. Oh, Just because... (laughs) It's crazy that people have no... No compassion. 
except for one side. But the whole thing is is terrible. I mean, looking at it from a Christian perspective, it's it's just horrible all around. Just the way everybody's riled up and attacking each other, it's like the damage is continuing. It's like it happened and he's sentenced, but it's just going to be ongoing. So as Christians, you know, we're supposed to be compassionate people, right? That's what we're called to. So just a couple mm-hmm. of Bible verses there to, you know, so it's not what we're saying. But if you want to read these verses, honey. Mm-hmm. Starting at 15. Yeah. So Romans 12, mm-hmm. 15. Yeah. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. So you might, I mean, we hate what happened, but... Even so, there are people hurting, and we don't we don't rejoice that they're hurting. We weep with them when they're hurting. We hurt when they hurt. When, and I don't know if that is if she's a Christian, the mom, or anything. I mean, we, we pray for them. Yeah, we mm-hmm. definitely should. And then, even more so in Colossians three, um, if you want to read that, put on then as God's chosen ones. Holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Yeah, like forgiveness is probably, you know, out the window as far as most people are concerned in this case. But um, compassion definitely should be something that's on our mind. And you know, again, like as Christians, we should know this. And it was just weird that the first person that I saw mention compassion in this sense was an avowed communist, you know, a non-Christian. Like, how can we be beaten to the compassion punch by a communist? It just, it should not be happening in this. And like you mentioned, we don't know if this lady's a Christian, not Christian, but she didn't kill George Floyd, right? She mm-hmm. still has a son who is going away from potentially for the rest of his life, for the rest of her life, locked in prison. Mm-hmm. And um, So you, again, you don't have to feel necessarily like sorry for Derek Chauvin and stuff, but like this is his mom, right? Like, right. you know, right. so again, as Christians, this is just kind of why we're talking about this. So don't get sucked into all of the comments and opinions. Like remember to have compassion, to not just have the anger and we really do need to pay attention what what voices we are listening to because let's face it i mean we know who you keep company is going to affect your character the same thing is what you're reading who you're listening to is going to affect your thoughts your way of thinking and getting back with other christians who encourage us to think the way christ would think about something and have compassion yeah, definitely. And that was kind of the foundation, kind of looking at those two topics. Um, and then, yeah, on that, like we we need to have our thinking retooled, basically, is mm-hmm. what I was kind of hit with. Um, and kind of we need to have maybe our thought leaders sort of thinned out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was kind of something that I had thought about. Too many voices. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of great teachers out there in a lot of different realms but yeah sometimes too many voices can be a little conflicting or you know whatever you're just in the mode of just taking in all this data and you're not really doing anything with it so um, I thought if I had to pick two um, 
for you know me and her to listen to, for you to listen to if you were asking me for advice um, in today's climate. And mm. these are people you've heard me mention before, but they would be Vodi Bakum, Vadi Bakum, and Jason Whitlock, who a lot of you may still be unfamiliar with. But um, these two gentlemen, like I said, we've mentioned on the podcast, we've linked their shows before. I believe they're definitely the voices that we need to hear right now. And I think we need leaders, and this is why I picked them, and thinkers that are both like equipped, but more so they're willing to address the current climate that we live in. Yeah, because even when we were going to church, I mean, a lot of pastors don't want to touch any political topics, but they're also moral topics. You know, there'd be abortion or the Me Too movement or I don't know, all the things this every time there's an election nobody wants to talk about it because they don't want to lose numbers but these are things that we really need uh, a voice of uh, a reason a christian voice because if we don't the church is going to be divided they might all still keep coming but outside church everybody's getting on social media and fighting with each other and everybody in your church probably doesn't even like each other because nobody's guiding them and how to think how to process all this It's very important that pastors are leading the sheep in all these circumstances. Yeah, definitely. And like, it doesn't mean that we're not hearing good preaching, right? Like, you know, we are, and I guess all of God's word is technically timely, you know, but Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it doesn't seem to tackle sort of the issues that we're facing on a day-to-day basis. And I know that that's hard and it's a lot of pressure to put on pastors to be that flexible in what they're preaching and stuff, you know, Mm. COVID lockdowns come out of nowhere. Mm. Um, But like, that's why for us, at least on this show, we've tried to point you to some of these people that are speaking about these topics, you know, Pastor Smotherman Mm -hmm. um, down at Legacy Church. We've offered up a lot of his sermons and stuff because he really attacked the whole government lockdown, um, anti-Christ vibe of that. And we want to do that more. Mm -hmm. And I think Jason Whitlock and Vody um, are those two people because... As believers, like, we're sheep mostly, right? And sheep need a shepherd. And the idea of shepherding is, like, things change, right? Like, if your sheep are grazing in a field and you go to a new field, like, you don't just go, hey, remember how you ate that grass at the last field? Like, it's the same over... No, it's a different field, man. Like, so we mm-hmm. need different leading and different guiding for the different times that well, we're in. Just like in the New Testament, I mean, all the letters, like, addressing the different churches and the specific issues they were facing, things that maybe there were false teachings going on, or he addressed real issues that the, that, that church was facing. He didn't just gloss over it. And, I mean, it's good. Like, truth is being preached in churches, but they're also ignoring the things that are going on in the church that are causing division. So those things were addressed, you know, in those letters to the churches in the New Testament. They... And for today, those things also need to be addressed. There's always new things going on in the church, and you can't ignore it. Yeah, like all of Paul's letters basically were addressing stuff. But then even back in the Old Testament, like all the prophets and stuff, right? Like they were speaking to people in their current mm-hmm. sin and what they were going through, and yep. they were calling them out of it and how to get out of it. How do we get out of this sort of thing? And um, so they were timely issues. They weren't just... Mm-hmm. addressing God's goodness and sorry if you can hear banging around our kids are you know apparently doing gymnastics right above us but um the studio's coming next week I promise but um you know the problem that we're facing today and it's kind of been a moving target 
target, but the one that we're kind of dealing with right now is sort of this critical race theory, this systemic racism issue that's going on. Um, and that's why I think uh, Vody Bakum and Jason Whitlock are so important um, for us to be listening to today. You know, first and probably foremost, um, the main reason is they're both Christians. You know, they both mm -hmm. understand that the only thing that's going to solve the issues our country faces is Jesus. Um, anything mm -hmm. outside of that is just a temporary fix. Yeah, and I think it's important because both these guys, black men, they both grow up in the inner city. Like, they're the perfect candidate, you know, the ones who, you know, were oppressed and should have been, shouldn't have been able to have a voice. And they do. They've been through it. So they can speak on behalf of these people and get them out of that mentality. You know, like, you're not going to speak on behalf of them. They're going to ignore you. Yeah, I mean, and it's sad to say because that shouldn't be the case in 2021 America. But, yeah, if you come at somebody with trying to talk down about critical race theory, like <laughs> me and Nikki are like the pinnacle of hegemony and the oppressors. We're white, Christian, yeah. heterosexual, uh, cisgender, you know. But if you come at it and like, nah, I didn't say any of this. Like, this is Vody's talking mm -hmm. point. This is Jason Whitlock. Or They're Whitlock's the voices to point. listen to on it. Definitely. Yeah, so you've got more ammunition to yeah. use. Um, their point of view, yeah, their perspective. And they're the right people to tackle these arguments, you know, first and foremost from a religious angle. You know, Vody mm -hmm. uh has a doctorate in theology. He's the current dean of theology at uh, an African Christian university. Um, but Jason as well, right? Like just because he's a 50-year-old lifelong Christian who's intelligent and articulate and can make his argument they're good people to speak on these. And then also from the cultural angle, which is very important, you know, Jason might be uh, more equipped here because he's been taking on this um, false narrative of black oppressed culture for 30 years um, in his writing. He was a sports journalist, um, but Vody as well, right? For the same reason, he's smart. He's lived this life. He's an older man, so he has experience. So they're perfect people, I think, in today's climate mm -hmm. to tackle these topics. So these two men, we believe, you know, they can give you the knowledge to sort of both understand critical race yeah. theory, um, but also give you sort of ammunition to speak intelligently about it mm -hmm. if these get brought up um, in your circles. So that's kind of what we wanted to lay out today is kind of a introductory of what we're going to talk about for the next two episodes. So uh, I think we're going to probably try to look at maybe Vody on Wednesday, Jason on Friday, but I may flip those around. We'll see. Um, but that's what we're going to kind of talk about, why I think each one of these guys individually um, is somebody that's worth us paying attention to right now. So as we get ready to wrap this episode up, honey, do you have any last thoughts? Well, like you said, like thin out all the voices and do something about it like today because <laughs> you don't go and like unfollow whoever you're following on Twitter, Facebook, and gosh, there's people who just, they follow too many voices. And yeah, I think that's a great idea. Thin it out yeah. and really just, like you said, uh, these two guys here, they'll give you the understanding of it all. Yeah, I mean, I like to listen opinion. to, read, and you know, watch a lot of stuff too. But really, I think at this point, if they're not bringing these arguments from the position of christ mm -hmm. you're probably wasting your time right. i mean we're fighting spiritual right. battles yes. here this isn't just a 
you know, this isn't, do you want a higher tax rate on middle income earners? Like <laughs> this is bigger than that. This is like the soul of a nation. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's spiritual battle so we need spiritual thinking so um stick around please uh again like subscribe share us with somebody if you think this would be worth them listening to but that's all we got for you guys today we love you god bless save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.